0: Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. As an experienced expert and reliable partner, Creative Biolabs is proficient in lipid-based drug delivery and functional liposome development. With versatile methods, diverse products, superior quality, and fast turnaround, we are confident to provide optimum solutions tailored to boost your R&D projects. Dear friends in the audience, welcome to Creative Biolabs Channel to learn about the magical molecules, liposomes. Today, Dr. Smith came to our program as promised. We've had some great time with Dr. Smith and hope you can enjoy yourself in the following episodes. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. Smith?
1: Good evening, everyone. Thanks for your invitation. So happy to be here again.
0: I wonder if our listeners are still impressed by the multiple methods and steps for characterizing DNA liposome complexes that Dr. Smith talked about in the last program? Overall, genosomes can be characterized in the same way as liposomes. Precipitation also named solubility gap, turbidity, size, zeta potential, transfection activity, and gene expression in vitro and in vivo, and similar properties are all within the scope to be measured. At the end of the last show, we said that for in vivo applications of Genosynths, pharmacokinetics and biodistribution are parameters that are very important, but often completely ignored. Today, we are going to take a closer look at the pharmacokinetics and biodistribution of the Genosynths. At the very beginning, would you like to give us a brief review of the basic information on pharmacokinetics?
1: Yes, of course. Pharmacokinetics is mainly to quantitatively study the process of drugs in vivo, including absorption, distribution, metabolism, and excretion. It involves the use of mathematical principles and methods to describe the dynamic laws of drugs in the body. With the development of medicinal chemistry and the continuous improvement of human health, the requirements for the pharmacokinetic properties of drugs are getting higher and higher. To judge the application prospect of a drug, especially the market prospect, it depends on not only the strong curative effect and the small side effect, but also the good pharmacokinetic properties.
0: Well, we've learned about pharmacokinetics. Then what do we need to know about biodistribution research? Is the current research on this area comprehensive?
1: Biodistribution studies are to investigate the situation of drugs reaching target organs after entering the human body from the site of administration and the tendency of metabolic elimination with prolonged time. Although many in vivo studies have been performed, no comprehensive biodistribution study has been published. In fact, in the field of liposomes, biodistribution is a very routine experiment. What
0: methods, techniques? or means, are used to study the biodistribution of DNA liposome
1: complexes. The most common method is to label the complex with a fluorescent probe. These probes can be combined with DNA, lipid bilayer, or both, interact with radioactive lipids, or DNA, and interact with paramagnetic ions for nuclear magnetic resonance imaging. When using this method, the lipid chelating agent is usually mixed in the liposome bilayer. Especially for labels embedded in lipid bilayers or DNA, care must be taken not to measure the biodistribution of the label itself. It is known that some of these labels can be quickly separated from liposomes and experimental artifacts can be observed. In the case of the fluorescent probe and confocal optical microscope, attention should also be paid to the quenching effect in quantitative analysis.
0: As far as I know, Early biodistribution studies used polymerase chain reaction to track the expression of messenger RNAs in a variety of tissues. Why isn't this strategy applicable now?
1: Because this method cannot realize quantification. In addition, the specificity of electrophoresis is not too high. Therefore, nonspecific hybrids such as primer dimers are easy to cause misjudgment. The polymerase chain reaction is currently not recommended to detect the biodistribution of genosomes.
0: I also read that some researchers have conducted in-depth studies on the biodistribution, pharmacokinetics, and in vitro toxicity of the DC-Cole genosomes. DC-Cole is a cationic cholesterol derivative. How is their research conducted? What experiments have been done?
1: In in vivo studies, they tracked pharmacokinetics and biodistribution with radio-labeled tracers. After intravenous administration, cationic liposomes are cleared from the circulation within minutes. Most of the radioactive material accumulated in the lungs and was quickly removed. The retention of liposomes in various organs in the body changes over time. For example, there was a significant decrease in the fraction of injected dose in the lung tissue while no significant change was observed in the heart part and an increase was observed in the spleen part. Similar results were obtained when the DNA liposome complexes were administered by the intravenous route. The lung uptake of the complexes was the highest during the same experimental period. In contrast, the accumulation in the heart leveled off at each time point.
0: What about changing the route of administration to intraperitoneal injection? Is there any research having studied this situation?
1: Yes. According to previous research, after intraperitoneal injection, the majority of liposomes and genosomes labels end up in ascites cells. In the field of liposomes, the label is considered a reliable indicator of liposomes within hours. In this case, however, its biological fate is unknown.
0: In fact, it is currently unknown what happens to the complexes after adsorption, nor if the later dots only show the biological fate of the label right?
1: That's right. In any case, everything happens in the first few minutes when the lungs are the primary site of accumulation. This fact is not unexpected. When administered intravenously, the lung is the first capillary bed encountered and has a large surface area. Even if we can rule out complex aggregation and physical trapping in fine capillaries, it is still possible for the complex to adsorb on lung endothelial cells.
0: What conclusions can we draw from their research? In other words, what facts can these phenomena reveal?
1: Well, we can conclude from this study that the enhanced cytotoxicity of cationic lipids complexed with DNA may be due to greater focal damage caused by larger liposomal aggregates interacting with cells. Systemic uptake by the liver and spleen and short residence time in the lungs may not allow for effective systemic administration of this formulation. In contrast, accumulation in ascites cells following intraperitoneal administration suggests the potential to efficiently target DNA to intraluminal tumor cells.
0: Is there a clear difference between cationic liposomes and anionic liposomes in terms of biodistribution?
1: Not really. Cationic liposomes follow the typical biodistribution of anionic liposomes. This has little to do with the ratio between DNA and liposomes. Most liposomes accumulate in the liver within minutes. However, the accumulation rate of liposomes in the spleen and skin is very low. Other related studies have been carried out later. For example, immunohistochemical studies showed extensive aggregation within pulmonary capillaries 15 minutes after injection. This suggests that early aggregation is due to embolism. In another example, immunoelectron microscopy showed that oligonucleotides were mainly located in the pulmonary capillary lumen at 15 minutes, and mainly located in the phagocytic vacuoles of liver for cells at 24 hours.
0: Okay. So much for our content today. In this episode, we talked two important factors, pharmacokinetics and biodistribution study for in vivo applications of genosomes. Thanks to Dr. Smith for his wonderful science popularization. Thank you for listening. There will be more interesting knowledge waiting for us in the next program. See you next time.
1: Thanks for your invitation, Beth. See you next time.